This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. All right, welcome back, folks. On the ground in Israel, we bring in Caroline Glick, senior contributing editor, Jewish News Syndicate, www.carolineglick.com. Uh, Caroline, thank you for this very much. Um, uh, President Biden, I'm reading in the Wall Street Journal. I just want you to weigh in on this. Uh, Wall Street Journal has a long piece today about how popular Joe Biden is in Israel right now uh, because he is seen as a defender of Israel, Israel's right to exist, and, of course, Israel's military capabilities uh, Biden has very high poll numbers, and Benjamin Netanyahu has very low poll numbers. Do you see it that way? Is is Biden a, a big hero in Israel right now? Um, he is because of the way that the uh, media here was portraying his visit as an act of solidarity. But I think that as the uh, details are coming out about what actually transpired in his meetings here, that the enthusiasm of the Israeli people towards Biden is going down very quickly. So it'd be interesting to see polling numbers in a week or two, because um, what Biden did was he conditioned American military support aid towards uh, to Israel, to the armaments that we need in order to fight it with our American platforms on us not achieving our war aims. Um, so I think uh, as this becomes clearer and a statement by our uh, defense minister uh, said that uh, uh, Biden said that we're not allowed to attack Hezbollah because if we do, we're going to lose uh, American military uh, platforms and other ministers. Uh, I think also the prime minister, although I'm not sure, also have said the same about the uh, closure of Gaza. So um, today, 20 uh, trucks came into Gaza with so-called humanitarian assistance, but um, that's just an optical illusion. There's no such thing as uh, humanitarian assistance to an area that's controlled by Hamas. It's all resupply to Hamas. Everything is going to Hamas. So the United States' official position is that Israel has to resupply Hamas. And that means that we can't win the war. It means that we're going to lose. So that all the American munitions are, are essentially uh, worthless because they're making us uh, uh, – prosecute a war plan that has no chance of success. Well, I just figured from uh, from the past history here, uh, so-called humanitarian aid to Gaza is humanitarian aid to Hamas. I mean, it could be food, water, medical supplies. It could also be munitions. Those sure. trucks are... Those trucks are not inspected, Caroline. I think you've, you said that on the TV show this week. So, mm-hmm. so we, And the other point, as... Um, Biden was asked yesterday as he was boarding Air Force One uh, if he wants Israel to hold off on the ground attack in order to negotiate for hostages, and he said yes. And then, of course, the White House later uh, backed off that. They took that back and said, well, he didn't hear the question, but me thinks they protest too much. 
Yeah, see, the thing is that the only humanitarian crisis in Gaza is the crisis of the 210 Israeli hostages that are being held, including 30 small children um, that are being held hostage. Imagine being a two-year-old child being held hostage now for two weeks by Hamas. What's going through your mind? And without your parents, in many cases. Um, so this is this is a, this is the humanitarian crisis, and this is the atrocity. And uh, what the United States is now leading the the international community in demanding is that Israel set aside the needs of our hostages, which is to be freed, and provide resupply to the hostage takers. So um, uh, that I think you know is inhuman, not to mention not humanitarian, and. That's really what we're facing, and it's very uh, obviously I'm alarmed by it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be, you know, talking a New York mile right now to your listeners about it. Caroline, uh, do you have any sense of when the ground invasion might begin? Um, well, that's the thing, is that that's why the siege is so important. Um, you have to understand that Hamas's fighters are all located right now in uh, in tunnels beneath the ground. And so all the resupply of water, of fuel, is going to generators that power that and their air supply and their running water in these tunnels. And um, they're set, they've set up essentially a death trap for our soldiers in Gaza. So um, the only way that Israel can win and can defeat these monsters is by forcing them aground. And the only way you can force them aground is by besieging Gaza and not letting in resupply to Hamas, not letting in fuel that's all going to go to the tunnels, not letting in water that's all going to go to the tunnels. So in a very real sense, the siege has to be maintained long enough to get these terrorists above ground, because obviously, you know, they're just going to be coming out of holes in the ground and killing our soldiers and uh, it, to the extent that we go into the tunnels, it's just going to be a death trap because they're waiting for us. So, again, the only way that we can win is by besieging Gaza. And the Americans are saying that under no circumstance can you besiege Gaza. You have to resupply Hamas. And will the war cabinet, Netanyahu's war cabinet, agree to the American conditions? Apparently, because we allowed in 20 truckloads of uh, supplies to Hamas this morning, and the defense minister said that we can't say no to the Americans because they've conditioned their military uh, aid, their military resupply on us uh, doing these things. So uh, the Americans are essentially saying, uh, you know, uh, nice army you got there. Be a shame if something happened to it because you don't have any weapons. So, I mean, that that's essentially what we're facing right now. So you asked me about Biden's popularity rating. So, yeah, because everybody was presenting him as this great champion. He came in. We stand with you. It's not like in the Holocaust where we betrayed you. We're with you now. But then uh, his actual policy uh, enable, uh, empowers Hamas and, and enfeebles us. The Israeli uh, air bombing, the precision air bombing, has... Mm-hmm. attempted to, and I think has closed many of the utilities uh, in these mm-hmm. tun- in the tunnel system. Now, that the air assault continues, does it not, Caroline? It is continuing. And again, you know, we need bunker buster bombs. You know, we need, we need bombs that can penetrate, and we have them, and we've been using them. And again, this was one of America's main conditions from the outset that Blinken was giving to our war cabinet two days before Biden arrived. 
um, which was that um, they were going to give us bunker busters to go after the tunnels only if uh, we allowed resupply of Hamas. Mm. So, you know, that, that's the thing, is that if you're bombing things above ground, that's fine. But since most of the fighters and all of their leadership is below ground, you have mm. to get them above ground. And just uh, for a few moments, assess the threat from the north, from Hezbollah in the north and Lebanon. So that's the thing, is that if Hamas is a problem, Hezbollah is a problem ten times larger. Mm. It's a ten, it, I mean, they have, Israel is about 25,000 square kilometers, and they have 150,000 uh, missiles pointing at Israel, which means that potentially they have six missiles per square kilometer of Israel. And, um, you know, their their fighters have been fighting in the jihad against the Americans, uh, since 2003, 2004 in Iraq, and then in Syria. Um, so they're, they're, hardened, they're battle-hardened veterans, and um, they have these missiles. And so the obvious play for Israel, which was clear all along, it was a, uh, a preemptive assault on their missile launchers and on their missiles to take out as many of the missiles as possible before... Uh, they start attacking us in earnest. And, you know, there are different views about whether that's, that's uh, a play that we should make, because if we take out 50%, they still have 75,000 missiles, and that's going to overwhelm our air defenses, and how do we handle that? Um, so there are a lot of different thoughts about that, and our military, I'm sure, has been uh, scrambling, if they haven't figured it out already, how to handle it, because obviously no matter how good our missile defense is, it's not... Uh, going to be able to handle that kind of incoming, not to mention if we get missiles coming in from Iran or Iraq or Yemen. Um, so we have we have a situation here which is very difficult. And what Gallant said was that he felt that it was more important to go to the north first because it's a it's a much more powerful threat and it's one that's much more dangerous and we have to take care of it and make that our our main our main effort and well, for, for um, the Americans said nope you can't do that I know Michael Oren told me that Michael a foreign ambassador uh, to the US Israeli ambassador to the US he was on the show he said we should you should take off after Hezbollah first I don't know open up a second front I'm not sure anyway Caroline Glick we appreciate it uh, senior contributing editor Jewish news syndicate this business about humanitarian aid folks This is a bad deal for Israel. Always was and always will be. It's Hamas aid. Anyway, I'm Kudlow. We're going to break. Other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work. Can't forget the stock market during the war period. And then we'll do some money and politics later on. I'm Kudlow. Please stay with us. Lots more coming. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 